0: Okay, good afternoon everybody. Today's DAF is that recording on? Oh yeah, I turned the recording on. Okay, I'm turning on like three different recordings right now because of Okay. No problem. No problem. Sorry. Thank you for the reminder. Uh here we go. Okay recording in progress there we go today's daf is today we are learning super daf zayin i think i think that's the list i'm going with as we're at every day um today we are learning super daf zayin today's year is sponsored by dr david lander in honor of his wife and children was also sponsored anonymously for esther bas sarah we thank both sponsors very very much for the sponsorship so we left off at uh, Davavam, based at the bottom of the page, at Masiv Rabbi Ami, and we're going to be continuing in further rayos and Shitos about the sugya of Bia Betchilu B'Shabes, having Bia for the first time on Shabbos, and we're going to branch out into discussing Yom Tov as well, and hopefully we'll arrive at a psa, Not hopefully, not sham will arrive at will arrive at a, we'll arrive at a psa as far as Biyabit both Beshavis and Biyamtum, is concerned, then the Gemara is going to discuss Birchas Chasanim, meaning the idea of having Shevard Brachos. How many days do we have Shevard Brachos for? For how many days do we recite it if there's a Bacher that marries a uh, Besula? What about a Bacher that marries an Almana? What about an Almon that marries a Besula? What about an Almon that marries an Almana? So we're going to discuss all the different possibilities of how many days of Bracha there are, how many days of Simcha there are. Then the Gemara is going to give us two possibilities. Sources on Ahmed Bey's for, for the idea that we need a minion in order to recite Birchas Chasanim. And then the Gemara is going to talk about where we say Birchas Chasanim, and then it's going to backtrack into the Birchas. Arisin. even though we start with Birchas Hassanam, which is the Shepherd Baruchos, we're going to go back to Birchas Erisin and discuss the text of the Bracha and uh, and exactly whether the Bracha should be a, a, a lot, whether it should be Messiah in or not Messiah in So that will take us till the end of today's daf. So let's begin. We are holding on the bottom of the daft of We are at Masav Rab- Rabbi Ami. So the Gemara again is still trying to ask Akasha, from a Mishnah on uh, the Sheetah that holds that you're not allowed to be for the first time in Shabbos. So Mas Rabbi Ami, we have a Mishnah, Mesech Seiduyos in the second Hamap is more so if a person pops a pimple, the Shabbos in Las if his Kavana is to make an opening in his skin in order to remove all of the pus from the pimple and allow air to enter into that space, then Chayiv, then he's Chayiv Mishambona because he was Mesech in a Pesach and we do find that the Rashi points out that there is such a thing as Binyan, when it comes to Chayim when it comes to uh, living beings like a person, because the Apostlech says, that when Hashem fashioned Chava, he uses a lashon of Binyin, of Vayiven, that Hashem built uh, Chava from Adam's rim. The Rambam, however, in Peric Yudah Halachta of El writes that the Yisr is not Bona, but one of patish that that would be the uh, prohibition. So either way, if the intention is, when he pops a pimple, to make an opening, that he's going to be Chayim. Vimlot's Menalecha, but if he's not interested in the opening, he just wants to remove whatever uh, pus there is, then pater, then he's going to be pater. And over here, pater means pater umuter. So the Gemara Mesecha Shabbos tells us that even though normally when we have uh, the word pater in El Cheshabbos, it always means pater aval over here it means pater umuter by Mapis Morsa. So even though even Rabbi Shimon, who pater's Melch is molded al Melch Shayn Gufa Lugufa as and Luch that's what this is. This is a Melach Shein Rashi writes in Masecha Shabbos and Dafkub Zaina and Tosos writes as well that Mapis Mursa, the Rabbanan, were matir entirely because of Tsar. The Aruch would say more simply that this is a Dabershein and and it's a Psikreshe, yes, but it's a Psikreshe Deloni Nichale. And the Aruch holds, like we learned yesterday, that Psikreshe Deloni Nichale is Mutter. So be that as it may, however you get there, the word Pater over here means Mutter, because it's a and there's tzar, or because it's a segregation to so uh, it, it's considered to be mutter because the whole purpose of making the pasach is only to remove the uh the 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 the, uh, the pus and such a pasach is only mo- momentary, there's no issue of bonus. It asks rabiami a map is more aside from you're also you're also causing yourself to bleed. There's some blood in the pimple as well. And nevertheless we say that as long as your intention is only to remove the pus, it's gonna be mutr. And it's not a violation of chovel because the dam is mifkat pocket. It's there hiding behind the you know it's stored up in the uh, in the pimple under the makkah, It's not attached to the body. It's not caught up in the skin. So from there we learn that dam besulim is also not mechuber to the gulf It's mifkat pocket uh, under the uh, the behind the besulim. So that should, it's, there's no sort of chavala and uh, and causing it to come out. So it's a kashan shmul. So says you know let it be of a besulim shabbos because of an isra of it's the same thing over here. So it says, "No, no, the metzius of the two is not the same. The blood by a basula is not set up in the same way as the blood by a pimple." pocket When it comes to the pimple, it's stored up, but it's uh, but it's totally uh, detached from any skin. Ha Over here, it's stored up, but it's uh, but it's some. It's not totally awkward from the body. It's absorbed somewhat into the uh, into the skin, and therefore it's more similar to that which is mechubar, that's how Rashi explains the, uh, the the Ritva adds that according to that, the this is only midrabanon because it's domme l'mechubar, but midar raisa would not be an this, because it's not really mechubar it's just domme l'mechubar however, Tostas understands that the answer of the Gemara is, that it really means chiburi michbar, uh, That that uh, the sadrishon so just asked that the Lashon of the Gemara doesn't sound that way because the Gemara should have said chiburi mechubar it doesn't say that, it says pakid velo akir, which sounds like it's within Okay, so now the Gemara gets down to it in terms of practical halacha. Can one have Bia for the first time in Shabbos? So Rabbi Ami, the he was matir having bia for the first time in Shabbos. So, what do you mean? Whenever you get married, you have to write a ksuba, and you're not allowed to be bawled without a ksuba. It's going to be like it's considered to be a bias nos. So you can't be. How could you be matir to have Bia for the first time in Shabbos? You're not able to write a ksuba at that point. He Said no problem. Just give her metaltalin that she can hang on to that belongs to the Chasson, and that will be like a mashkon for Aksuba. And that's Ki'ilu, she's already collected Aksuba, and therefore there's no violation of, uh, of being Bo'el without Aksubah The Rishonim asks, but what do you mean, even give, even doing that, the Chassonim, because you're not allowed to make kinyonim on Shabbos. How can you be maknaher a mashkon? So several answers in the Rishonim. Some of the Rishonim suggest that he's not maknaher the metal with a full-fledged kinyan. he's just as miyachid a makom, a particular space where the stuff is, and he says, you should know that stuff is there for you, and in that in that, in that level, she has smichas das. She's comfortable with it, and therefore uh, it's kiilu. She has a ksuba. Others suggest that that we that the use of making a kinyan is only in this and for such a tsarech, they were makil on that list They were matir. Whereas other rishonim suggest that we're talking over here where it's erev Shabbos. There just wasn't enough time to write a ksuba, but there's always enough time if it's just even a few seconds before Shabbos to be makne her some So in that way, the metatalin therefore it's not a violation of having beer without a ksuba the Rishonim also ask a different question that the Mishnah we're going to have later in this says that you're not supposed to pay a ksuba sisha b'metatalin because it has to be nechasa Meshubatim and m'shubatin are not m'shubat so Tosos suggests and that we were talking about where the husband was makabal achrayim that if they get lost or if they go down in value he's going to come up with the money from somewhere else the rashba and the ritva suggest because... That you're allowed to designate metaltolin for the ksuba. I remember when one, uh, one time when Hurricane Sandy hit and a lot of people lost their ksubas and they just realized that it just uh, occurred to them on, uh, on Friday afternoon that they lost their ksuba. So if I recall, they asked Rabbi Bleich some people asked Rabbi Bleich what to do Rabbi Bleich said, be matfis or metaltolin in the meantime. There's a fetish of Gemara that if you don't have a ksuba, you're matfis metaltolin in the meantime to, pay, to, uh, to, 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 to be considered as if it's a ksuba and then they can continue to live together, and then after Shabbos they'll be able to write a new ksuba. Rav Zvid showed the level of b'Shabbos. Rav Zvid was matir having beer for the first time at Shabbos. He Rav Zvid gufe bowel b'Shabbos. Some say that Rav Zvid wasn't just matir it; he himself was Boel for the first time on Shabbos. So now the Gemara transitions a little bit into Hilchos Yom Tov. Now the primary difference between Hilchos Shabbos and Hilchos Yom Tov is that you're allowed to do melechah sochel nefesh on Yom Tov. The Torah tells us achasher ye'achel sochel nefesh. Shul Ye So Chazal learned from there that in Yom Tov any Malach that's for the sake of Okhul Nefesh is permissible. However, there is Machokis Besham Basilal in Mesach's the Beitza that Baisham holds that it's only those malachos that are directly Okhil Nefesh that are mutter. Whereas Baysil holds for principle called Mitoch, that Mitokh Shutr Malachos uh Litsorchal Khnafesh Utur Nami Shalo Litzor Khul That any malachah that you're allowed to do for the sake of O Nefesh, you're also allowed to do. When it's not for the sake of olchal nefesh, so says Gemara Rabbi Yehuda Shari Mevul B'tchilu Biyomtov. Rabbi Yehuda was Matt here, having beer for the first time in Yomtov. Tov. Shari Hab Whenever you see a din that's phrased as a, phrase a Hilchos Tov din, you always think that this is going to relate to olchal nefesh or to mitoch or something like that. So he says. So so the natural reaction is. Oh, he allows Bia for the first time in Yom Tov? That must mean that it's only Yom Tov and not Shabbos. So it says, no, don't say that. Really, it's Mottor on Shabbos also. It just happens to be that the case that came up was the hilchos Yom Tov. It was a case of a couple that had gotten married just before Yom Tov. So he was asked, can they have Bia for the first time in Yom Tov? And that's what he paskid, Rav Papa the Rav Amar the Yom Tov Shari, the Shabbos But Papa says, no, no, it's precise that it's only on Yom Tov that it's Mutter but on Shabbos it's going to be Aser Tav for the first time, some of the popular of Papa might I what is this vara to be mechalek that on Shabbat should be usher and Yom to be Mutter. What mitoch shulut and chaburah Hutter Rami shalom You want to tell me since you, we're, we're holding like Pesulo that we which is certainly reasonable that we apply the principle of mitoch and since you're allowed to make a wound litzaruch Chal nefesh you're allowed to shecht an animal in Yom Tov, so you're allowed to make a wound Lut shalom litzaruch nefesh to have bia but if that's the case, then why shouldn't you be allowed to make mugmar, which is a burning of uh, some type of incense that causes uh, that, that that has a, a particular fragrance on Yom Tov, because after all, you're allowed to get a fire going on Yom Tov, assuming it's from an existing flame, you're allowed to do Havara on Yom Tov for the sake of cooking, so it's not even not like mugmar, so, so maybe, yeah, maybe you're allowed to make mugmar on Yom Tov, but no, there's a Mishnah in Mesechas Beitzah, which the Rishonim referred to as Mesachas Yom Tov, because it's all about Elchaz Yom Tov. There's a Mishnah Mesachas Beitza that says that you're not allowed to make Mugmar on Yom Tov. So that's what the Gemara is asking, that you're going to tell me that you're allowed to do Chavala on Yom Tov, but not on Shabbos because of Mitoch, so then you should be allowed to do Mugmar as as, as well. So the Gemara is a little bothered, uh, tos is a little bothered by the Gemara's line of questioning over here, because the Gemara had said that rough Papi says that there's not all difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov, and that's why he's bothered by this distinction that we're making about Bia. So, what does Rav Papi not hold of the principle of mitoch? I Meaning, he's not really attacking the particular issue of of chabura of of Bia b'tchila. He, he's really questioning the whole concept of mitoch. He's saying, if you're going to tell me this principle of mitoch, then you should be allowed to make mukmar. So, uh, so that's really, but but it's a mishnah of Furesh, that's the So, holds of mitoch. So, so uh, why would Rav Papi uh, ask this? Kashan Rav Papa, he should have asked it, Stam, why, do you, why are you allowed to make mu- mugmar? So Tulsus has a few answers, other Rishonim have other answers, but be that as it may, let's assume he's asking this question: why are you allowed to make mugmar? Why don't we apply the principle of Mitoch? Sarmaleh so, Rav Papa responds, It's about that kind of question that the Torah directly addresses. Ach, asher ye ochel l'chol nefesh, that on Yom Tov you're allowed to do mulakhos that are davar hashava lekol nefesh that are things that are uh, that are universally enjoyed by people and uh, having a a, a, a beer is davar hashava lekol nefesh but making mugmar, nah, many people don't even enjoy the smell of it. They find it very uh, annoying and it's not something it's an acquired taste. It's not. It's only from a funakim. It's not something that's shaval lekol nefesh. So am Oh, really? So the only things that we're going to apply mitokh to are things that are universally enjoyed. Then if you have a rare kind of meat, like venison, so since many people never get to enjoy that, we should say that it's not a dabar a nefesh, and you're not allowed to shech the deer on yom tov. But we know that that's not true. You are allowed to shech the deer on yom tov. So apparently, this rule that uh, that, that we only apply mitokh to things that are shavu nefesh is not entirely true. So he said, no, no, there's a big difference between mugmar on the one hand and venison on the other hand. Mugmar, he says, There's a difference between that which is not universally um, available and that which is not universally enjoyed, meaning tzvi is something that everybody who could afford it would love it. It's a delicious meat. There's no reason not to have it. It's just that a lot of people can't afford it. It's not so readily available. I would imagine it's more readily available up here in camp. Every time I drive, there are plenty of tzvies all around, but I guess they're not so easy to catch. Um, but uh, but when it comes to mugmar, uh, mugmar is something that even if people had it available, they would say, that's gross. It's like a fine cigar. And no cigar is fine, if you ask me. They're all disgusting. They all smell awful to me. So it's uh, so so if it's something that's not universally enjoyed, then it's uh, then then it's uh, it doesn't get uh, it's not included in the category of shavu nefesh. Now I mentioned the cigar because this is the major sugi about smoking on Yom Tov, right? What's the heter is, is was smoking ever something that was shavu l'kal nefesh, right? That the, the, the svarah is that because you're allowed to do Avaru you could do shalol shalo nefesh. So the svarah that's qu- quoted by the Karban Nissanel and by some of the other poskin is that. Uh, the gemara in mesecha shabbos uh tells us that anything that's for the sake of medicinal purposes anything that has medicinal value is going to be automatically nefesh, even though many people don't need that medicine so the assumption was that smoking was very healthy it uh cleared your lungs and uh and and it took care of your uh, your appetite so it uh, satiated you, and they assumed, that, meaning if you look at someone who's, who's addicted to nicotine, right before they have a cigarette, and right after they have a cigarette, you'd also get the impression that it's very healthy. The person is going out of their mind, they're shaky, they're whatever, and then all of a sudden they have a cigarette and everything's okay. So they uh, they assumed it must be a very healthy thing. So as a, something that's healthy, so for years people assumed that this would fit in the category of mitoch, and you therefore let to smoke on yom. It's uh, davar pashut that nowadays, now that we know what we know, and that it has n- very negative medicinal value, um, it would not be at all shavala kol nefesh, and especially since, thank God, the number of smokers has uh, has gone down, although also, not so much in the country when, when I go to Woodridge and other places. and see a lot more smoking than I ever see around the five towns. But, uh, but uh, for uh, I'm not, not sure. I guess everyone's vaping in the five towns. I don't know. But, but the uh, but but uh, I shouldn't say things like that. So, so the 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 um, the, the, the uh, so, but it's certainly not the kol nefesh. So the it's and miss a to smoke a cigarette on Yom Tov. That the is us. At One time, my wife was. We always uh, we sometimes either us or across street neighbors forget to. Lie a candle, you know, a Yorza candle before he hunted, every single yote. So one time it was our turn to forget, so my wife was getting a light from uh, from across the street, and as she was walking by, a group of uh, men was walking by, and uh, my wife is a friendly lady, so she always just makes conversation, so uh, she jokingly said, hey guys, want a light? And one of them said, oh yeah, great, and he takes out a cigarette and, and lights a cigarette. For, my wife was like, what, what, what did I just do? So it was a lift the email, she had no, she had no idea, she was just uh, joking around. Um, okay, so anyway, I'm Rabbi Yaakov also little bit Rabbi, Rabbi Yochan issued a Hora'ah that it's Aser for the first time at Shabbos. So Mika, Hora'ah, implies that there's, a, you know, you need confidence to give such a Psa'ah because it's a big deal and there's uh, there's some something behind this Psa'ah. Normally, a Heter needs a Hora'ah. Iser, anyone could just say something's Aser when you're playing it safe. If you don't know anything, you say something's Aser. So do we ever have such a Lashon of Hora'ah for Iser? Does it ever take confidence to say an Iser? So it says, in, yeah, we do have a Ura for Iser. But now we have a Mishnah in Meseches Nazir, that if a person, let's say, takes upon himself Nazirus outside of Eretz Israel, and he finishes his period of Nazirus, and then he comes into Eretz Israel. so Bishamai says that he has to be a Nazir again for 30 days, but Baisilla says, no, however long his original Nazirus was, he's got to start it again. And the Gemara tells the story of Helania Malka, whose son went out to war, and she said, if my son comes back safely, I'm going to be in Nazira for seven years. And she did all seven years of Nazirus in Chutz and then she came to Eretz Israel. haruha beisil al shatei on od shevashanum And beisil issued a hora'ah that she needs seven more years of uh, of Nazirus. A hora'ah that it's seven more years of Nazirus. So that's a hora'ah l'chumra. Reb Moshe writes, in Orachayim Chalkesem Ulamad zain that it, you have a hora'ah l'Yisr when it comes from a rayo or a smarabrura meaning Ahura implies that, it, that it, it took some knowledge and some confidence to say it. So Ahura li Yisr is also Shaykh if it takes a lot of knowledge and confidence to say it. So to tell Amalka that she needs seven more years in the Zeros, that requires confidence and you need a Raya Brura because she might question it. We you know, that I have to be in the zira for another seven years. Or we have another case where we have a li Yisr, ki chuta that if the spinal column of behema is mostly uh, severed, uh, the, then the animal's a trefa, Divri Rabbi Rabbi Yaakov a Afilu Even if it just has a puncture in it, the animal's a trefa. Horarebi Rabbi, and Rabbi was mora a horaa luchumra like Rabbi Yaakov. That's another example of a Mishnah where horaa is used in uh, in the context of Isr. Shedm Kubza says, why do I need two examples? So he says the first one was a hura'a to a malka. so it's Mistaver that had she not been a malka, the the basil would not have you know you know the basil would not have been Mahmir for no reason. But it's not a riot that even a Hura'a that's more general the khumra, that could that it could be called a Huraa so therefore we come up with a case that has nothing to do with the malka. it's just a more general case of Halachos of Trefos. So once we mention this machmir look Rebbe and Rebbe Yaakov the Gemara tells us what the Allah is in that case also so in Huna, in Allah, Rebbe Yaakov we don't paskan like Rebbe Yaakov we instead paskan like Rebbe that Lukula that a small hole is not going to make the animal a trefa. Said, I overheard this conversation where, uh, where Rabbi Shemal Ben Yaakov de Minsor asked Rabbi Yochanan in Saidon, Are you allowed to be of the first time at Shabbos? Amalei? Asr. And Rabbi Yochanan said that it's Asr. But the law is that it in fact is. Mutter Tav Bia for the first time in Shabbos. And if you look in Shulchan Archon or Sim Pei, Sif, Beis, and in Avnez, Sim Salmukim, Siv it says that it is Mutter Tav Bia for the first time in Shabbos. Now, why is it Mutter Tav Bia for the first time in Shabbos? So that's questionable. I mean, there are so many different reasons that it could be. It could be because even though you're having Kavanah with your Bia to make a Chabura or to make a Pesach, but it's considered Mekalkel. And the Lutzerich Mitzvah, Mekalkel becomes Mutter even Or it could be that it's Damif Karpakit and there's no Isra of And since the issue is only because of the Pesach it's a Mlach Shein Shreich Lugufa or it could be that it's a Dabr and, uh, and, Shein and, and it's not a Pesach because there are some people that know how to be Bolabataya. Bataya or it could be that a Baki Bataya is allowed to be Bola but someone who's not a Baki Bataya is also for the first time in Shabbos so we know what the answer is we're just not sure why the answer is because we had all these possibilities all along the way so you'll find we've shown him that say pretty much every possibility that he asked to. Why you're allowed to be of the first time in Shabbos? So now we move into the sugi of Birchas Chassanim. I'm okay. Rabbi Chabad, Rabbi Avraham, Rabbi Avi, Rabbi Avi, Rabbi Avi, Rabbi Avi, Rabbi Avi, require if it's a Bakr that's marrying an Almana, there is Birksni Nisuin. If it's an Almon that uh, marries an Almana, there's no Birksni Nisuin. Ask the Gemara, of Almushnosalman, though? Really? When an Almon marries an Almana, there's no Birksni Nisuin? Fam Rabnach, Namli Hunabanasan Tanah, we learned in Mesekhaskalah, me in the Birks How do I know you need a minion for Birkhis Khasanim? because the Pasik says in Megillas Rus, when it comes to Boaz and Rus, that he gathered together, he gathered ten people together, he gathered a minion together. Why did he need a minion? Presumably for birchas nisuin. And yet, Boaz almon was an almon who is marrying an almana. So an almon marrying an almana, and you see that you need ten people for birchas nisuin. So how can you tell me that when an almon marries an almana, uh, you don't need a uh, you don't need ten people for birchas nisuin? Tulsus brings a riot from here that uh, a woman who's a Bu'ula who's not an almana. Has the same din as an almana. Because Rus, uh, 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 at the time Rus was married to Machlon, she was a Nachris. So she didn't really have a din of an almana. An almana is someone who's was almana from her husband who she was married to Kedash Moshe of Israel. But she was not married to Kedash Moshe of Israel to Machlon. It was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a marriage of Nachrim. So uh, she would just have a din of a regular bu'ula. She would not have a din of an almana. Elamai, you see that a bu'ula and an almana is the same thing as far as these halachas are concerned. So anyway, you see, by nusui almond with an almana, there were masake in birchas There is a as we shown him where the birchas Erison also requires asara or only birchas chasanim. But anyway, we'll get to birchas Erison later. So the gemara answers no. Really, I'll tell you, by nusui of an Alman with an almana, there is birchas chasanim. Like you said, Boaz got together a minion to make birchas chasanim. My ainutun bracha Dam ravuna ainutun of bracha kol shiva av tuna bracha. When we said ainutun bracha, it just means you don't need seven days of bracha, but you do need bracha for one day, if that's the case, that which the b'risa says, that the reason they were misakim, a gets married on Yom Hamishi, is because, because the chommer were so concerned for the bin that the husband should stay with her, on the day they get married, in the next couple of days, so, uh, so on, on, on Yom Hamishi, he's not going to leave her, because it's the day of the chuppah, and Yom Shishi, there's the day of Chibas Bia, and then Shabbos, the Shabbos, so he has no work to go to, so that way, he'll be with her for three Three days well the when do you ever need three when do the chacham ever need to be mesakein to ensure that there are three days If it's a bachor that's marrying an almanah, shouldn't they have been masaking something to make sure he stays with her for seven days? Because isn't there seven days of bracha? If it's an almanah that marries an almanah, what do you need to be? Make sure that he's there for three days. They only require one day. So in what context would we ever have had to make a takana for the B'not Yisrael to make sure that the almanah gets three days? The alman is, is either going to get uh, one day, uh, or if it's a barqa that's marrying an alman, it would get seven days. So it says, One possibility that it's an almon that's marrying an alman, and you're right, it's only one day of bracha. But bracha and simcha are not the same. It's one day of bracha, but it's seven days of simcha. Vibayaseimah, shiva bracha the simcha. might be talking about a bachur, and there are seven days of bracha, and three days of, uh, of simcha. That's his quotes from Talmud Revenu Yonah that even during the uh, yemei bracha, which are not yemei simcha, you should still have su'udos in order to be mevarech uh, birchas chasanim. Meaning uh, the bracha is, it may not be days of full-fledged simcha, but you should have su'udos because there is the concept except of uh, of 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 bracha. However, in the Sefer Yad David of David Karliner in the Chassidus says that it's not uh, you may simcha and therefore there's no need to make a su'udah. So what does it mean that there's bracha? It means that if you happen to have a su'udah, and there's part of and there's a minion, then you recite the brachas, But there's no no motivation to go out of your way to try to make the su'udah. Some of the Rishonim understand that both of these answers are not mutually exclusive; that they fit with each other; that it's that that, that it's all true; that an alma. Marries an almana gets one day of bracha, three days of simcha, whereas a bakr that marries an almana gets seven days of bracha and three days of simcha. Whereas other Rishonim say, no, these are two separate answers. So anyway, it turns out that an almana, get, that, an almana that gets married gets three days of simcha regardless of who the husband is. But as far as bracha is concerned, there's a chilik between a bakr and an almon that marries an almana. So now, May the Gemara asks on the maskana, we said that a bakr that marries an almana gets birchas. Hassan for all seven days, if he's a bachur that's marrying an almana that there's seven days of bracha for a besulah and one day for an almana. My love, if almana doesn't that mean that even an almana that marries a bachur gets one day only? So it says, well, no, the almana, no, seven days an almana that marries an almana my. But what would the alacha be if a bachur marries an almana shiva? That would be seven days If that were the case, listening it should spelled that out. It should have said that, that a basula gets seven days and an almana, depending on who she that almana that marries a Bakr gets seven days and an almana that marries an almon gets one day. So it says, We don't want to go through all the details. We just want to go through things that are absolute statements. The lack of the One thing we know absolutely, there's never a basula that gets married that gets less than seven days of bracha. lack almana, the And there's never an almana that gets married that gets less than one day of bracha. Sometimes they'll get more but it's never less. So we go with absolute. Gufa. So now we go back to the discussion of requiring a minion for the Birchas Chassanin. Amar Nachman, amar li bar basara. How do I know that you need a minion for Birchas Chassanin? How do I know you need a minion to recite the Shavar Brachos? Shana mar, anashem ha'ir ve'yomer shvupo. So Boaz gathered together ten people. So presumably that was for Birchas Chassanin. Rabbi Yavohel, i Mehach. Rabbi from a different source. Pasuk says b'makelos barchu elukim Hashem m'mekar Yisrael that on the brachos of the makar you need a kahal birchas chasanim, which is where mevarich uh, about Piri rivia, which is the, the, the makar of the of the isha requires makelos, requires a kahal, and a kahal is always a minion. So that's how I know that you need a minion for uh, for for the birchas nisuin. Rabbi Nachman, back Rabbi my darshin. What's Rabbi Rabbi Nachman going to do with the pasuk of b'makelos that Rabbi Avohu brought? So he'll say, Nah, I don't need that pasuk. Tell me that you have a minion for birchas nisu, and I use it for the following brayso. That how do I know that even a fetus in the mother's womb would say shira by kriyas yamsof? That it teaches us that even the tinokos that were in the, the the mother's womb, that's called the makar, where uh, we're blessing Hashem, we're singing shira. So that's what I learned from that pasuk. Not a din that you need a minion. Which is somewhat curious. Uh, I remember Rabbi Rasm pointed out to me that uh, when do we ever have that? That uh, There's a halachic uh, source. So he said, no, no, I already used that source to teach me an Agadic teaching. So what? You could teach all sorts of drashas uh, in Agadita from the same pasuk from which you derive a halacha. What does one got to do with the other? Meaning, how do you say that? I, I can't use that for the halacha because I'm already using it for, for some other teaching for, for an Agadita. I never came across a really great answer for that question. V'idach uh, and Rabbi Avau the pasuk of Ma'kelos that B'rchus needs a minion. Im Kain, if if the pasuk says uh, the pasuk of Ma'kelos was only about the children singing shira, me the puzzle could have used the word My al iske makar. When it says me makar, it must be telling me something additional that it's about nisuin. Rabbi the my my What does Rabbi avot do with the pasuk by Boaz? Isn't that a clear and direct source that you need a minion for birchs nisuin? So the midrash No, the reason Boaz was gathering a minion together was to hold a drasha. He wanted everyone to know amoni this is that even though there's a restriction that we're not allowed to marry people from Amun and Moab, that's only males from Amun and Moab, but females from Amun and Moab are fair game. So Rabbi Evo says that that must be why Boaz gathered them together. Because if it was only for Birchus Chassanim, why do you need to gather Tamalicham together? Anyone can count toward a minion when it comes to birchas Chassanim, right? You, uh, you don't need to have the Zikanim together. So it must be, why do you have Chassanim? Because he was teaching the Dvar Halacha. So he wanted to publicize to the Talmidei Chachamim, the Drasha of Ammoni Amonis, Moavi Vlo Moavis, Vidach, and Rav Nachman will tell you, no, it must have been about Birchas Chassad, because these alchatelich midras lo Sagadavasara, where do we ever find that in order to have a Shir, you need ten people? You have, you have anyone to teach Torah to? You have a Shir. So just because he wants to give a Drasha, it means that you need a minion? So it says Mar in the Versumimil Milsa, no, in that context, he actually did need a minion, because this was such a uh, earth-shattering psak. he needed it to become famous, he needed people to, to be mefarsing this halacha, and if there are less than 10 people, then it's not going to be so mefarsome. Like Shmuel told uh, Ravkana from, uh, from Baghdad, uh, go get me 10 people so that I could tell you an a halacha, in front of them, in order to publicize it properly, and the chidosh he wanted to teach is ha that if a person is mezaka, uh, matana um through someone else on behalf of a fetus that the fetus is able to be kona that matana so that's a big chiddish so he wanted to be mefar that chiddish and therefore he needed uh, 10 people so uh, the the, uh, the baliatosos point out that why does it work to be to be mezaka to a uh, to an unborn child either because you hold, you, you could be making something to a double meaning you may not be able to be makna a double something that doesn't exist yet but if you're being makna something that does exist to somebody who doesn't exist maybe that's okay or he holds that an Ubar is considered Baliola because he's already there, he's already developing inside the mother. So perhaps he is considered to be Bali Olam. We happen to not pass him that way. So, with all the publicizing that uh, that Shmuel wanted to do, we don't pass him that way. We pass him that a Ubar is Lokana. But at the end of the day, we do see that you do require a minion for Birchas Chasanim. You need 10 people for Birchas Chasanim. And this is Halachalam Isa. We never thought this would be Halachalam Isa because normally you have hundreds of people. When you do berchus Hassan, and you have a big wedding and people come, but uh, but during Corona, uh, in its uh, in at its uh, at its worst when you couldn't even gather 10 people together, so this was a major uh, shayla. Can couples just not get married? So there are posts that say, right, couples just can't get married, you just have to wait until you can gather a minion together. Others say that, no, you just can't say the brachos. What, how do you get married without the brachos? You put the chasen and kala under a chuppah, they have yichud, you do all the normal things that we do about Deccan, all the normal things that you would think are, are that, that the Rishonim say might be nisuin, you just can't say the brachos of the uh the necine so uh so i mean the the mice every case i was involved with even when you weren't allowed to have more than 10 people on a property, and obviously if you can't, if 10 is your limit on a single property, uh, you're not going to have a minion, because the kala is one of the 10, right, so you're not going to have a minion, Um, so what we always did was we did adjoining backyards, we had uh, 10 people in one backyard, 10 people in the other backyard, and that was it, And we made some weddings like that, some very small, uh, quaint, beautiful uh, weddings, um, that, uh, I mean, sad weddings, because grandparents weren't able to come and things like that, but uh, but some uh, couples got married in uh, in that way. So but that's a serious halacha that you need a minion from Birkas Probably it's worthwhile to be machmir that a minion should be able to hear the brachos. Also, sometimes uh, you know they, uh, they 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 say it so uh, quietly that a minion is not able to hear it. And there's a major question whether a microphone works. Is that called hearing the brach when you only hear it through a microphone? So uh, it's a discussion. You'll see some people when they some Misari Kedushans when the guy, when the photographer sticks the microphone in front of their face, they'll move it away. They, they don't want to say the bracha through the microphone. Major discussion in Polskim, not for right now. So in Rabbanim, that where do we say the brach hasanim? At the time of the Nisuman when he brings her into the chuppah, and the base hasanim. Rabbi Yehuda says, even at the time of the Kiddushan, before he brings her into the chuppah, you can make the brach hasanim. Rabbi Yehuda was talking about in, the, in place of Yehuda, because in, in Yehuda they had the practice that they would have Yichud together even in the base of so since they were having Yichud together they uh, they would be Mavarech the birchas uh, Hassan, and even in the base of Eresin. The reason that they were knowing to have Yichud during Eresin in Yehuda is explained in the Yerushalmi, that when the Bnei Yaakov came for the burying, uh, the, the burying Yaakov, Esav came to be ma'arer on the Makamakvura. So Yehuda got up and he killed him. And uh, when Esav became stronger again, and when the children of Esav became stronger, there were goes around Yehuda any that any basula that gets married it has to be Boel, has to be Boel to the office sir uh, first uh, so uh, they would go to Davka and Yehuda, because they knew that uh, Yehuda would be, the, would be where Mashiach comes from, that's what the Shinnu quotes so based on that, they were to be Misiachid, the Chasson with the Arusa and to be her, and then she won't be a Basula, so they'll be able to avoid the Gzera in that way the Tamid of Yonah in the Shinnu says that some say that he was not her during that Yehud, but because of the Yehud, there was a great Chiba there was a great love between them, and therefore when the Sradius would come to be her. Where, uh, she would be navelis baonas. We'd be sure that it wasn't baratzon because they've already developed the relationship to the point that it was going to be uh, that, that that any beer with anybody else was going to be baonas. Tiny idak mivarku birchhasanim bechasanim birchaserusin bechaserusin. Another bice says explicitly birchhasanim is in bechasanim, birchaserusin is in is in is in the bechaserusin. Ooh, birchaserusin, my mevarich. What is birchaserusin? So rabin Barav ada ver Barav baravada Travayum mishmed rab Amri. They both said in the name of Yehuda, The bracha goes like this: "Baruch Ata Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam." Hashem Kidshonu Tzosu Vitzivanu. So it sounds so far like a classic birchas mitzvah, but now it goes off the rails. Al harayos that we have a mitzvah that there is an iser to do our rayos. Vaasolano es harusos and there is nisr mitarabanan that we're not allowed to be with our harusos until they we bring them into the chuppah because the kalabulah brachas asur lebay lekinita vihitelano es harusos al the chuppah v'kidushin. And he was matir for us those women that we are fully. Married to through He adds the, siyum, the the conclusion of the bracha, as such. Chasim, the one who does not add that conclusion, says that it's like a regular short bracha that doesn't get a concluding baruch Hashem, just like Birchas uh, Peros, you say baruch it creates, it's just one baruch at Hashem, and Mitzvah, uh, when you make a bracha, and in or Matzah or whatever, it's just one baruch at Hashem. The one that is chosim with a baruch says that it's more like kiddusha, like Kiddushayom, where, there, where there's a Hasimah with a bracha as well. So there is a a major discussion what in the world kind of broccoli is this the Rishonim all raised the question, we only find brachos on mitzvahs, so we don't find brachos on iser we don't make a brachah when we do shechita, asher asr lano evr menachai, vihito lano asha shachot and furthermore, is isure arayos, what does it have to do with birchas erisin, what does chuppah have to do with birchas erisin, so that's why the Rosh and others assume that this is not a birchas mitzvah this is a birchas shevach vahoda'ah, whereas the Rambam assumes that it in fact is a birchas ha-mitzvah, the Rishonim also raised the question, why does it say chuppah the kiddushin doesn't kiddushin come before chuppah, so the sheilto's taka has a girsa Ali de kidushin v'chuppah. He changes the girsa. The bali inter writes that he has a girsa Ali de chuppah b'kiddushin with a base. In fact, the ran writes that that's probably what the girsa was, and it was a base rafe. It was not a degusha. It was not a, a base, It was a vase. It was chuppah v'kiddushin with a vase, and then people assumed when it was because it was always said balpeh, that it's chuppah v'kiddushin with a vav and that it's it's out of order the rush says that it's just that people shouldn't make a mistake that Kiddushin alone is Matir the woman without Chuppah because imagine if you only hear the first part of that people are going to hear that they're not going to hear that you said Chuppah afterwards and then they'll think Kiddushin is enough to be Matir so they threw in Chuppah first so that even if you only hear the first word, at least you'll know that you have to wait until, until she's Muteras. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll continue in this uh, discussion of the Birchas Chasanim. Uh, have a wonderful evening, everybody. You as well. Thank Is you.